Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Well, we survived 2020, and here we are in 2021. And I know for many, uh, 2020 was a year to really look at our lives. And in doing so, uh, some of you or many of you may have looked back at your life uh, with some regret. And I want to talk to you today about how to live without regrets, because it's possible. So I was standing in the kitchen with my boyfriend one day, and as always, I like to ask some deep questions. So I asked him what his biggest regrets were in his life. Did he regret anything? Uh, and he named two things, like immediately he said two things. And uh, other than those two, he said he really didn't have any regrets. Then he asked me what mine were. And for a moment, I like thought, I said, okay, well, let, let me think. Uh, racked my brain to think of them. And well, I couldn't think of any. I couldn't think of one single regret that I have. Now, I know that may sound really weird or strange, or maybe that I'm full of shit or lying or whatever to sound Zen or something like that. But honestly, I really don't have any regrets. Like, do I wish things maybe turned out differently? Sure. But do I regret any regret anything I've been through or done? No. And I want to talk to you about this, the, the concept and the topic of regret, because if you live with them, then you know that they are, they're like, that's, that's one of the worst ways to live your life is to live in regret and just stay focused on the past. So I want to talk to you about this secret about living without regrets, because it really is a secret, a way. And when I say secret, I just mean that I haven't real revealed it to you yet. So I like to create a little suspense. And I'm going to talk about what that key secret is. Um, but first, I want to talk about the concept of regret and why regrets happen. And please don't take this as an insult to what you already know. I guarantee you, you could answer this just as easily and quickly as I could. But I'm just going to share my thoughts. And my hope is that they resonate with you. So in truth, like I said, I don't need to give you a Webster's Dictionary definition of it. Because if I polled tons of people, a handful of people, tons of people, chances are their answers would fall along the same spectrum, right? But I'm going to give you the formal definition of it just because. <laughs> and uh, really what regret is, is a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that's happened or been done, right? That makes complete sense. But I'm going to take that a step further, and I'm going to put it in layman's terms, even more simply. A regret is the wish that something never happened, right? A choice, a decision, a behavior, a thought, 
a judgment of self or others, an interaction, something that you feel unhappy about that's happened that you wish didn't. So that said, as always, I ask you to think about your life because you can't really learn anything if you don't look at your life, right? So when you think about your life in totality, up until this point, what regrets do you have? How many do you have? Do you actually have? So if you haven't thought about this already in your life, pause this recording, take out some paper, a pen, or maybe even later on today, journal about what kinds of things that you might regret. And then look at the nature of what you've written down. Is there a pattern? Or are they all different kinds of things? So I could tell you that the basis of regret, there are two things. The lamentation, when you lament, of not trusting your intuition uh, and not knowing yourself well enough to stand in your certainty despite what other people say or think. I'm going to say it again. The lamentation of not trusting your intuition, right? The hunches and nudges you get and not knowing yourself well enough to stand in your certainty. And when you do that, you're able to respond from a place of knowing rather than reacting from an emotional place in spite of what anybody else says or thinks. Regret simply is not doing something you knew was in your highest and best interest. Okay? So maybe you made a commitment, a comment that hurt someone uh, and you didn't mean it. Maybe you chose to accept a job because it offered you the money you wanted, but drained your energy every day. Maybe you made an impulse purchase that added to your mounting credit card debt. Maybe you drank that extra drink and then drove your car. Maybe you chose to stay in a relationship that wasn't healthy or ate that dessert and gained an extra pound that you wished you hadn't. Maybe you married the wrong person or divorced your partner before you even tried every single thing to resolve the challenges in the relationship. Maybe you thought that being a perpetual student was the way to have a good life and become more spiritual or enlightened or smart, but you should have taken some actions instead of just reading and reading and taking courses and courses and courses, like I said, being a perpetual student. Maybe you were too scared to tell somebody you love them because you're afraid of rejection. Or maybe they wouldn't return back uh, the sentiment. Or maybe you didn't offer forgiveness to a person and didn't recon reconcile with them before maybe they passed or they left your life or moved away. Maybe you spent too much time living in your past. You spent so much time there that you have become accustomed, accustomed to your fears making your choices for you. Maybe you chose addiction over dealing with your pain. I could go on and on and on with examples. And if I, like I said, if I pulled y'all or anybody, y'all would come up with probably 50 or 100 more. There are tons more regrets that people can have. But I would imagine that at least one of these or a variation of one of these, um, if not more than one, resonates with you. I think one of the biggest 
things that people resonate with is the regret of not speaking up, right? That makes sense, huh? I know uh, I can look back and say, gosh, you know, I wish I had and was done is done. Now, living life with one regret, let alone several, is really a tough way to live. You can't change what what's happened and you can't make someone not hurt because of something you've said or done, right? Can't go back and change that, but you can re-choose your past. And here we go. Um, I'm sorry, you can't re-choose your past, nor can you wish for a better past. Like I said, what's done is done. And then you ask the question, so now what? When we regret, we are really mourning an outcome that we wished didn't happen, or we wish that something had happened. And only we ourselves carry the burden of regret, just like grief or pain of any kind. No matter how much we love somebody, we can't take away their pain until they release it. And each of us walks through life with that satchel of regrets until we do one thing to resolve them, make amends with ourself. That's the secret, y'all, if you hadn't figured that out. Okay, so I'm going to talk more. So here we go. If there's one thing that I've learned in my life, and you know I use this platform to share everything, I feel like every part of my life uh, needs to be exposed and used, um, is that I am both the cause and the solution to all of the challenges in my life. And on the one hand, that can feel really overwhelming. I know I have felt overwhelmed because I've been the one that has needed to solve my own stuff. But on the other hand, it is so freaking liberating because I'm the one that can do it and I get to do it. So even if there are others involved in the hard times in my past, it doesn't matter to me because those people and those circumstances have all been purposeful. I say this all the time, and I don't mean to sound woo-woo, and I don't mean to sound repetitive, but I feel like it's so important to say that to you each and every time. Everything is purposeful. We may not like it. We may wish that it didn't happen, but the only way that you can move into a different way of living is if you realize how to use your life. That's because when you use your life, you find the purpose in it. There are tests to see if you have grown too, by the way, y'all. Um, <clears throat> have you ever heard of, of God tests? So when you think, just when you think you've resolved something in your life, the universe, God, will throw uh, a situation that's similar, a person that's similar, right? And try to poke that nerve to see if your commitment is a real commitment or is it just a pretense? So there are tests to see if you've grown, tests to see if you've learned your lessons, and tests to see if you are really ready to make new and enlightened decisions. Without having understood that, I honestly could very easily look back at many, many, many points in my life with intense and unforgivable regret and shame, in all honesty. I've done some things that I wish I hadn't. I've dated people who I wish I hadn't. I've let other people's opinions influence my decisions, which I wish I hadn't. I've been too afraid to change. 
which I wish I wasn't, and feared myself and my potential far too many times, which I wish I hadn't. I don't know about y'all if y'all have experienced any of those things. Everybody does. Until you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I have to fix this. So I'm just like you. I'm human. I'm flawed, y'all. But that doesn't mean that I didn't have the power all along to change all of that. I felt like, and I've shared this with y'all, I went through my life kind of mostly unclued. Like I didn't have, I didn't have a clue about how to use my life. I just kind of experienced it and then sat in the beautiful bathtub of feeling. Uh, nobody taught me how to use my life. And fortunately, I was able to do that for myself. I taught myself just like I taught myself how to learn. Nobody taught me how to do that either. So I, I figured out that I just, in the past, up until the point where I was like, okay, wait a minute, I can fix this. I just wasn't ready to use my power to stand on my own. And at times, well, a lot of times, y'all, risk standing alone in my power. I don't know about y'all, but uh, there are many times where you'll have to make a decision or you make a decision or take an action and maybe everybody's against you or maybe lots of people don't believe you or maybe they don't understand. Maybe they see you throwing away an opportunity. But when you stand in your certainty, in your own power, you don't experience uncertainty. You know where you're going. You know what you're doing. And sometimes when you stand in your power and stand for what you believe in, you can oftentimes find yourself standing alone. The secret to living life with, without regret is pretty simple. And it comes down to this one prayer that may be quite familiar to many of you listening uh, and it's, it's interesting. I was, I, I was walking through, we have this, uh, beautiful, um, spiritual store here called Phoenix and Dragon. And I was called one day years ago to go there. I didn't know why I figured, okay, well, I guess I'm supposed to get something here. So I'm walking around the store in and out of the owls and I come upon this beautiful, uh, glass candle holder that on the back is kind of it has a, a, a glass piece on the front. In between, it has two little holders for some votive candles. And on the back, it has this frosted inscription. And the minute I saw it, given where I was in my life, I knew that that's why I was there. And the inscription on that item is the serenity prayer. And, you know, it's used in the AA program, Alcoholics Anonymous. And I look at it often. And while I am not an alcoholic, um, it has truly, truly helped me put things in perspective. I'm going to share it with you. If you know it, say it along with me. If you don't, uh, feel free to not only look it up or even just write it down. And it goes like this. God, give me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Another powerful thing to think about when it comes down to living a life without regrets is to simply make decisions and take actions in your enlightened self-interest each and every day. Now, my daddy would say that phrase 
uh, in your enlightened self-interest. And I didn't understand it until I got to a point in my life where I was like, you know what? When we, when we uh, take actions and make decisions in our own interest, that can kind of come across as selfish, right? Meaning we're only looking out for ourselves. But in reality, we actually really need to do that because people really, you know, in your family, your close, your close confines, um, they really care, but most people really don't give a shit about you. They really don't. That's just the way of the world. And uh, really, when you add the word enlightened to the enlightened self-interest, what you do is you, you're acting from a, a, a higher place. It's, your, it's not your ego that's making decisions or your pride. It's your higher self saying, this is truly, truly what is best for me. So if you do right by you, and I mean without contempt for others, without spite for others or against others, and you are in alignment with what you know is so right for you, because that feeling is neutral, it's a clean feeling, then I promise you that you will have no more regrets from this point forward. Even if you look back on your life, there's something beautiful about the fundamental decision to make new commitments to yourself. It's just, it's the coolest thing ever. When you decide, no longer will I do X, Y, or Z, or without a doubt from this point on, I will do A, B, and C. There's just something beautiful about declaring that. And it somehow changes how you experience your life, right? So when you, know, when you do what you know is right for you, then I promise you're going to have no more regrets from this point forward, right? So you have to know yourself well enough to know what you want. You have to be able to risk standing alone in your beliefs because they matter to you, not because you need to be right or prove a point. So standing alone, can't. it's not necessarily that uncomfortable when you know that you're coming from a, a real true place. You have to be able to learn from your past, not regret it. You know, you may have blurted something out uh, and regretted it. And if you don't uh, uh, make a new commitment to yourself saying, you know what, I'm not going to speak like that anymore. I'll take a breath before I speak. I'm not going to get sucked into somebody trying to, trying to provoke me. Or if I'm disappointed, you know, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of, of grief I'm just going to acknowledge, yeah, I wish it had happened. And then I'm going to move forward and see what I can do differently to call in new things. So you have to be able to learn from your past, not regret it. And that's just not, that's just kind of sitting in the feelings of it when you regret. And literally when you regret, that means that you, you have done nothing to change how you move forward. So you'll regret things in your life if you refuse to change and be a better person. You'll regret things in your life if you don't assume responsibility for your behavior, your choices, your actions, your words. If you spend your life judging others or being reactive, like I was talking about, you will live your life with regrets. It is that cut and dry, that simple. If you fail to practice fidelity to self, then you will live your life with regrets and you will continue to bring in experiences that push you to have a monogamous relationship with you and practice fidelity with yourself. In other words, to be faithful to you. Does this all make sense? I, I hope it does. I hope it makes good sense. Don't ever think that you can't go back to a person, either alive or dead, 
and make real amends. You can. Don't think that when another opportunity comes up that is similar to one in your past, that you can't make a different decision. You can. Don't think you can't for one more minute become a different person in this instant. Because you can. It all comes down to practicing fidelity to yourself, as I was talking about. Trusting yourself because you know exactly who you are. That's why I mentioned really getting to know yourself, not just going through life and not paying conscious attention to how you live your life. Look, we all have made mistakes and we all have made poor choices. And that's how we learn. But you don't have to keep living your life kind of unbeknownst to you or ignorant. For many years of my life, God's honest truth, I felt like the family fuck up. And it seemed that my siblings and parents were on the right, you know, everybody else was on the right track. And I just couldn't win for losing with the choices I made in my life. Granted, my family did pass judgment on me. They did. But I look back now without resentment and with older eyes and a clear vision and a clear mind, a mature mind, uh, and realize that the judgment wasn't against me personally. Rather, it was a very is very difficult for them to see me make choices that were beneath me and some choices that were impulsive and not thought through. And I didn't understand myself then or respect myself that much to make wiser and more mature choices until a certain point in my life. But once I got to know who I was, I didn't care about what anybody thought. It didn't matter. It wasn't a factor in how I lived my life. And my mind wasn't conditioned any longer to feel like a family fuck up where I had to please anybody in my life. When I did well, made good choices that were in my enlightened best interest, right? I felt good about my life. And so did my family. I wasn't living for anybody else. It was an automatic given that those around me were just happy for me because that's really all people wanted. And it, it isn't, it is everything everybody wants. They want to feel good in their skin and good in their lives, right? Don't you? I think so. So you can let go of your regrets when you commit to doing things differently. If you need to be a better, better son, daughter, wife, husband, employee, or whatever, go freaking do it. Go be all you need to be every single day. Go do that right now. Begin right now and see what happens in your life. Your happiness begins and ends with you. No one else. You will know when you've done that and you're living life with no regrets. When your head hits the pillow at night, and you can say that you have earned your keep for the day in all ways and that you are right with yourself. I'm going to say that again. When your head hits the pillow at night and you can say that you've earned your keep for the day in all ways and that you're right with yourself, then you can close your eyes and go to sleep in peace. Please don't waste time on regrets. Please. Just eliminate them by committing to do differently. Remember, you cannot wish for a better past. And the only thing you can do 
is envision yourself as the person who you want to be and then start embodying that person right now. Learn from your life. Please learn from your life, your choices and your feelings and change your decisions next time. Just don't become hypervigilant about it. Don't get all freaked out and catastrophize it. Oh my gosh, well, if, if I don't change it, then I'm going to hell or whatever it is. You're doomed to a life of awfulness. Extremes aren't always necessary to bring about massive change in your life. Sometimes they are, though. But when you look back on your life, all I want you to do is identify the areas in your life that you want to make sure don't happen again. So go learn about yourself, my friend, so you can trust yourself. Get a life coach or a therapist who can really help you peel back the layers and not just sit and just process, process, process with you. If you are hooked up with a therapist or a coach like that, and all they do is talk about the same stuff and they are not helping you move forward. In other words, they're not clear on your goals and not, they're not really helping you make progress each session. Really progress comes down to you that's really the bottom line. But if they're not facilitating that for you, where you come back to each session and go, oh my gosh, you know, I learned this and that and it's, it's sticking, then you need to find somebody else. Find somebody that can help you uncover your essence and bring you back to your inner greatness. I promise you that if you get in touch with that, your life will be undoubtedly regret-free forever. I hope this has been helpful to you. If you have any questions, reach out. And as always, I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always, 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 point of today's podcast, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.